right there, whining rather. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Donnie D with Fellowship in the Word with Pastor Robert Cooper. How's everybody doing out there this morning? Today's service is brought to you by Single Mother's Guide to Raising Black Boys, also by From Crack to Christ Part 1. Both books written by me, Franklin Donnie D. Lewis, available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and Xlibris.com. Pick up copies and help support all of our shows. That's right. Our phone number is 646-595-3338. 646-595-3338. And uh, push the one to love button if you'd like to chime in for prayer or ask a question. And uh, Pastor Cooper will let you in. I'll let you in. And... Uh, we hope you get something out of today's service. I know I always do. Yes, I can only imagine what you're going to do. Can you imagine? Can you imagine just standing before the king? Oh. I can only imagine what it would be like. When I walk by your side, I can only imagine what my eyes see when your face is before me. I can only
Break every change. Welcome to Fellowship in the Word with Pastor Robert Cooper. Today, our phone number is 646-595-3338. Push the one the love button if you'd like to chime in or have a question or anything that you'd like to say. And we will let you in. At this time, I'm bringing to the microphones Pastor Robert R. Cooper. Pastor Cooper, good morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, and good morning to you too. A, a warning: I will be in and out of the producing chair, but mostly in the producing chair today. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I just wanted to share with you before you, before you took off, and before you leave. You know, the last time we were together, and I'm not sure if the listeners recall. Uh, I preached a message about 
Biden in Jesus. I led the people to a place where anything you want or anything you need is in that place. We've talked about being in Christ considerably. I have concluded that I have probably exhausted everything I can share with this setting as a minister because leading people to Jesus Christ is the ultimate destination. And if you don't grab a hold of that, there's not a whole lot more God can do for you. And so the Bible said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. The Bible also says, what I was mentioning, if if Jesus said, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will, and it shall be given to you. I don't know if beyond that there's anything else you can preach to a particular organization or a particular location, because that's the ultimate destiny. That's the ultimate place where we're supposed to go to, to be able to accomplish anything you want. And we have to get to the place where we believe what Jesus says. Now, what I found out is you can't twist a person's arm and make them believe it. But that's as good as it gets. And as good as it gets is what I, what I preached the last time we were together, I think two weeks ago, John 15 and 7, where Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will and it shall be given to you. Well, why do you say that, brother? Why do you say that, brother? I say that because there's nothing else, amen, that you can give a person that exceeds Jesus Christ. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. And when he gave us Jesus, he gave us the best that he has. And my job, as well as any other person who calls himself ministry or minister, is to lead people to Jesus Christ. Once you lead them to Christ, it's up to the person then to do whatever they want to do. You can't twist their arm. You can't arm wrestle them. You just can. You can. You can just give them a genuine, sincere piece of advice on how to accomplish anything they need to. Signed off by Jesus Christ Himself. So I spent considerable months and perhaps years. I don't know. I don't even count the time. It's been a long time. And it's been a great time and a gracious time. But I spent considerable time ministering, showing people the works of God. I've not done it for fame or fortune. I've not even done it, amen, to get a whole bunch of accolades or pats on the back. But I have done it sincerely. And I want the people of God to know that when you reach Jesus, you have reached the peak of everything God has for you and everything God wants to do through you and to you. Amen? I pray that someone, I pray that someone during the course of these activities has grasped the revelation of what it means to be in Christ because some find out the easy way, others find out the hard way, 
But once you find out, amen, that when you're in Christ, you're at the mountaintop. Amen. Jesus, God says that God says that in 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 Second Corinthians five and seven, and I preached it so many times that I just can't. It just I've exhausted it. He said, if any man be in Christ, and he doesn't care what you are, what color, what race, what country you come from, what your nationality is, or anything about your social status, financial status, your gender. He said, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. A word creature means a new creation. You're not the same as you used to be in Christ. You have achieved a whole new status in the eyes of God. And when you're in Christ, God no longer sees you like you were. He doesn't care what you did or what you used to do or how you used to be. Once you have made that commitment to be in Jesus Christ by faith, that's all God sees now. He sees a representation. He sees the reflection of his only begotten son in us. Truthfully, I don't believe there's anything else God can give you beside, beyond Jesus Christ. So we have to make up in our minds, are we going to receive what God has given us? And are we going to believe it or not? I remember the cartoon uh, strip, it was called Believe It or Not. And I'm wondering, people of God, are you going to believe it or not? Because Jesus says when you believe it in John 14, verse 12, he said, He that believeth on me, he said, the works that I do shall he do also. Now, how many know Jesus is a miracle worker? Somebody say something. Amen, yes. Jesus is a miracle worker, and he is, he is confirming to us that if we believe on him, that we can do the same things he does. And he goes on to say, and greater works than these shall you do, because I'm going to my Father. So he's letting us know, amen, the potential we have in us. And all we have to do is believe it or not. You can't do anything beyond leading people to it, amen. The Bible, I mean, not the Bible, but there's an old saying that says you can lead folk to water, but you can't make them drink. And that's the way it is, amen, in gospel ministry. You can lead folk amen. to water, but you can't make them drink. And this whole thing that we have been experiencing is a gift from God. And amen, again, like I said, there's been no charge, no admission. God has loved us so much that he has poured himself out through the words of this ministry to give us the absolute best that you can get. People of God, let me share something with you. There are places that call themselves foundational, and I'm talking about church locations, that who would not allow what I say on this radio program to be preached across their pulpits. You are hearing you are hearing what I what I would conclude you are you are hearing a gourmet representation of the word of God. You're hearing things everybody don't get to eat. The Bible says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good in Psalm 34. You are eating things that everybody does not get to eat. We have a lot of people who call themselves Christians, and the Christian experience is loaded with people that get dressed up and, and, and do everything that, 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 that you would think is, is Christian-like. 
But so often there's a form of godliness, like the Bible says. They looked apart, but they're denying the power thereof. And you have had the power given to you in megadoses. And and, and, and my wife is my witness because we go into all the world and preach this gospel. And everybody don't like it. Praise God. So we can't take what God does for granted. But there's only so much you can say and no more because 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 where can I take you beyond Jesus Christ? So this is what Jesus says again in John 15 and 7. He said, if you abide in me and put your name there because he's talking to you directly. If you abide in me and my words abide in you. This is Jesus Christ speaking. And my words abide in you. He says you can ask what you will. That means for whatever you want. You can ask what you will. He means it too. You can ask what you will. And he said it shall be. He just said it might be. He said it shall be done unto you. I don't know what it is you need. I don't know what's troubling you. I don't know what's going on, but God does. And Jesus says, if you abide in him and his words abide in you, you can ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. That what you will means anything that's troubling you, no matter where you are, how you are, or who you are. He's giving you, and he's giving you an ultimatum. Make up in your mind because living outside of him is not going to give you that kind of benefit. And you'd be surprised because there are people who mock and mimic this kind of teaching. And it's Jesus Christ speaking himself. Jesus is the one that said if we believe in him, if you believe on him, the works that I do shall you do also. Jesus, the one who, who raised Lazarus from the dead. Jesus. Jesus, the one who calls Jairus' daughter, amen, to come back to life. Jesus, the one who healed a man who was born blind. Jesus is the one who does those things. And he's the one who says, we can do it too. All we have to do is believe, believe on him. Believe on him. Believe like him. You know, we have, we have studied Jesus but now we have to go beyond studying Jesus. It's time that we now go into doing Jesus. Amen. It's time that we start doing Jesus. There's no excuses anymore. There's nothing else to be said. There's nothing to debate because Jesus Christ himself said, if you abide in me. That's the answer right there. The question may be, how do you abide in him? How do you abide in him? How do you abide in another person? How do you abide in him? My Bible tells me, as you have been, my Bible tells me, and it's in 2 Timothy. I'm going to it right now, so bear with me. My Bible tells me in 2 Timothy. Praise God, hallelujah. Bear with me. Did I say 2 you know the one about being baptized into Christ. You know where that is. Galatians, I'm sorry, Galatians. My Bible tells me in Galatians, it's so nice to have a wife, amen, who knows more about things than you do. 
Now, we settled that, didn't we? You always, you, you always thought you did. No, no, no. So, so we did it. We broadcasted it. I'm teasing you. I don't know what I would do without her. Amen. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. Thank amen. you, Jesus. I highly recommend to anybody, amen, who's looking for something, a gift from God, ask God to give you somebody, amen, that has your best interest at heart. Even if it don't seem like it all the time, God knows exactly who you need and what you need. God has blessed me. What you say it was? Galatians 3.27, and it says this, For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. You have put him on. So now, so now what people see is no longer you, but him. Because now that you have been baptized into Christ, you have put on Christ according to the word of God, which I believe. And now the only thing that God sees when he sees you is Christ. Amen. So, so, so by now we should have feasted from the table so greatly that we get up from the table as a mighty army in Jesus Christ, a people who know that they know that they know, and they're not going to let anyone take anything from them because royalty is your destiny. Royalty is what you are. I know it's what I am, and you know I'm like I'm like this. I differ from many people because. I don't go to church to get validation or confirmation about who I am. I get that from the book. The Bible tells me who I am. The Bible tells me what I am. You, if you go to church trying to get it, you may not hear anything at all because they don't always believe. I've, I've got to tell the truth. I have to tell the truth. They don't always believe. They can leave you hurting. This is why you got to know God for yourself. This is why yeah. I highly recommend that you abide in Jesus Christ. Get to know him for yourself because mm-hmm. he's not going to keep anything from you that's supposed to be yours. Amen. He wants amen. you to have everything, amen, that you're supposed to have, and he's going to make sure you did it, get it. As a matter of fact, he went to the extreme of going to the cross and gave his life so we can get it. Mm. Yes. I Amen. highly recommend yes. that you don't. I highly recommend that you don't trust anyone about your identity more than you trust him. He wants you to be one with him. He wants you to be in him. John seventeen. So abiding and putting him on is no difficulty because that's where he wants you to be. John seventeen. Jesus is praying. He's praying. He knows his time on earth is running short, so he's praying for his disciples. Before God. And he and, and John seventeen, and go there with me if you will, I'll wait. John seventeen. He he and I'm going I'm I'm and I'm going down to verse eighteen. He's praying to God and he says after he says in verse seventeen, he says, Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. 18, as thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I sent them into the world. He's praying for his disciples. He's praying for the ones, amen, who followed him. As we preached some uh, weeks ago, follow me. He's praying for the ones who gave up everything and followed him. My question is, are you willing to give up everything and follow Jesus? 
Amen. Because that's the only way this thing is going to work. Are, are you willing to give up everything to follow Jesus? And so he said, <laughs> verse 18, that thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. Let me tell you something. When Jesus sent his disciples into the world, he didn't send them into the world empty-handed. Oh, Lord, no. He sent them in the world, amen, equipped. He gave them power. Matthew chapter 10 talks about how he sent his disciples into the world. It, it, says, it, it says real quickly, it says, when he called them, he says he called unto him. Matthew chapter 10, he says, and when he had called them unto his, when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits. How many know you got to have some power to serve Jesus Christ? How many know you have to have power to do the work of Jesus Christ? Mm, because yes, you're, coming yes. up, you're coming up against all kinds of stuff. Yes, you're going to come up against things that are going to try to stall you, stop you, hinder you, prevent you, hurt you, mm-hmm. despise you, hate you. You're coming against all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. And so he said he gave them power against unclean spirits. Unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. How many know it takes power to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease? By now, as followers of Jesus Christ, we need to know and understand, amen, that we have this great power given to us, and we can heal, praise the living God. Make no difference what it is or how bad it is. There's no such thing as I tried, but I just couldn't do it. Then keep on trying, because there's nothing too hard for God. And if I sound like I'm a little harsh today, I am, because I'm telling the devil off. Because he's been dogging God's people for too long. He's been trying to make folk think they had nothing when God says you have it all. How many know you have it all? Yes, amen. And so so the adversary has tried to keep psychology going on in the minds of God's people, making them think they're less than the best, making them think they're broke, busted, and disgusted, having them think the wrong way. Bible says that as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. You want to, as you want to be powerful, you want to be bold, think powerful, think bold. You want to be strong, you want to be healed, think strong, think healed. My Bible says in Jesus, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's why we got to put on Jesus Christ. This is why we have to walk in him. It's not good enough anymore to just talk about him. Now we have to start walking in him. We've talked enough, and talk is good, but action speaks louder than words. Good God Almighty, it's time that we start showing the world Jesus Christ and letting people know that Christ in us is our hope of glory. Colossians 1 and 27. This whole thing we do as far as preaching the word is all about Jesus Christ. And once you take people to Jesus Christ, like I said earlier, you have taken them to the mountaintop. There is none higher, none greater than Jesus. Jesus is so high, he said in Matthew twenty-eight eighteen, he told his disciples after his resurrection, he said, all power 
has been given unto me in both heaven and on earth, period. All power. That means Amen. the ability to do everything, to do anything, and, to, and, and, and I mean to tell you the truth. These words that I speak to you, I tell you in public places, they are often challenged. Not directly, but indirectly mocked and put upon because nobody wants to believe that there is a God in heaven who loves them so much to give us a gift like Jesus Christ who tells us that if we believe on him the works that he does shall we do also but I'm telling it to the fellowship and the word audience I'm telling it to the blog talk radio audience Jesus Christ is all you ever need and when you get in him you have reached the mountaintop Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 We're at a, we're at a place right now where the world is in critical condition. I mean it. Critical condition politically. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Critical condition socially. Yes. Yes. Economically. In every other way, and, and we have to. It has to be a people on earth who are greater than all this. My Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I'm talking to the believers. Jesus Christ did not single himself out as the only one who had it like this. He says, I am the light of the world. And as I was meditating... I begin to realize something that I heard. It's time that we start functioning and speaking like Jesus. Because Jesus had no problem at all saying, I am. When you say, I am something, that signed it off, period. He said, I am the light of the world. He didn't care no he didn't care if you liked it or not. He just told it to you because it's the truth. And so many people don't like the truth. As a matter of fact, people walking in darkness are offended at the truth. It's time we overcame that. Because we have to start walking like Jesus and talking like Jesus and thinking like Jesus. First Corinthians two and sixteen tells us, clearly tells us we have the mind of Christ. That's right, devil. The Bible tells God's people that we have the mind of Christ. What are you going to do about that? Hmm. We have the mind of Christ. That means we're supposed to think just like Jesus Christ. If you don't think just like him, then you don't have his mind. But I already know the Bible says I do, so I should. And you don't have to feel bad, or you don't have to pay a penalty, or you don't have to owe anybody any kind of apology about thinking like Jesus. Because the Bible says that's what we have. The Bible, that everybody's carrying around and waving in the air like they believe it, and so many people don't believe a word the Bible says. But yet they call themselves believers. It's time out for faking this thing. It's time to get this thing for real. It's time to get for real or get out of the house altogether. 
people of God, the world is in too critical condition for there to be a fake people running around talking about how much they believe Jesus. Amen. We have to show the world we believe Jesus by doing Jesus. And the time for that is now. Yes, I don't know if there's anything else I can share with you. I pray if it is that God will give it to me. But one thing I do know, I've given you Jesus Christ, and I've given it to you in abundance, and I feel good about it, and I believe God in heaven is saying, well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen. I have not hid the gospel from anyone. I have not restricted it. I have not tried to hide anything from you. I want you to know, praise the living God, that everything God has for you, is written in these words. God said that we are children of God, and if children then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with who? Jesus Christ. Yes, amen. We are joint heirs with Christ. What does that mean? That means that means everything Jesus Christ has inherited, so have we. We are co-heirs. That's what a joint heir is, a co-heir. Oh, you got philosophical-minded uh, people who may try to argue and take that away from you, but don't let the devil take what's yours. You are a joint heir with Jesus Christ, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. And so that needs to be celebrated. And so what Jesus Christ is, Hebrews tells me, in Hebrews chapter 1, I believe it is, Hebrews chapter 1, and you can read it for yourself when you get some time, Hebrews chapter 1 Tell them not only are we joint heirs with Jesus Christ, but this is exactly what it says. It says Jesus Christ himself hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son. That's what, that's what the Bible says God has done. Spoken unto us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things. Amen. My God, my God. So if Jesus is the heir of all things, and we are co-heirs with Jesus, what do you think you are? Co-heir. No more crumb snatching. No more begging. No more crying in the middle of the night. No more believing that you don't have it and you can't have it and you can't do it. The Bible says you are joint heirs with the one who's been made heir of all things. What does that make you? It's time we start believing what the Bible says and start being what the Word of God says and do it right now. Yes. This is restoration time. That's what this is. This is restoration time because there's only so much you can do. And this is restoration time. This is the time where you're supposed to go back and get everything the devil has stolen from you. I'm not just talking about the last five or six minutes. I'm talking about for years and years and years, all the accumulated things that the devil has stolen Mm -hmm. from us for years. Much. Yes. 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 God said this is a time of restoration and recovery. How many want their stuff back? Yes. Yes. Amen. You are the heir, amen, of God, and you are a joint heir with Jesus Christ whom God has appointed heir of all things. You can walk in that position, or you can walk in it, or you can walk away from it. I don't know about you, but I choose to walk in mine. I'm going to walk in mine even if folk don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's time that we start making up in our mind we're going to get our stuff back. Devil, you have robbed the people of God too long. We're going to abide in Jesus Christ. That way we have not only divine position, we also have divine protection. Yes. And my yes. stuff's back. Amen. That makes us untouchable. Amen. Amen. That makes us untouchable. There's so many things we need to know, so so many things we don't know. And the sad thing about it is, now, and, and, and I'm choosing this as a day to let you know, the sad thing about it is the ones who are supposed to let you know don't even know. <laughs> and so for that reason, you can't receive because how can the blind lead the blind? Impossible. And for too long, man, we have been relying on folk who don't know a thing to teach us in everything. You you need to get to know Jesus because he's the one that knows all things. He, he specializes in all things. How many know Jesus specializes in all things? Yes, yes. Yes, amen. Paul told me, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 21, verse 22, he said, in all things, whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. He wants you to know there's yeah. nothing you can't have in him, there's nothing you can't do in him, and there's nothing you can't be in him as it relates to righteousness. Amen, yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory be to God, hallelujah. It's time we start taking our rightful place in God. It's time we start taking our rightful places, amen, in God. The kingdom of God, hallelujah. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not a location. The kingdom of God is a position. Jesus said in, in Luke seventeen twenty one about the kingdom of God. And he talks about the kingdom. Get to know everything you can about the kingdom. Let Jesus take you by the hand and teach you step by step, word by word, about the kingdom. Amen. Turn the TV off sometime and, and go someplace quiet and get along with Jesus and ask him to teach you all about the kingdom of God. He would love to do it, praise the living God. He's never been too busy for me, and I know he'll never be too busy for you. Amen. And there are things the Lord can tell you and teach you that man cannot, would not even dare to speak to teach you. That's but once right. Jesus teaches it to you, you know that you know that you know. I'm going to repeat that. Once Jesus Christ teaches it to you, you know that you know that you know. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's the way it has to be because because we have been, we have been, we have been, how can I say it? We have been misunderstood because we have been suffering from misunderstanding, and we've been we, we, we've been standing in the wrong line for too long. It's time we got in our rightful place because there are positions that God has given us that are waiting to be occupied. And all we need to do, Amen, is develop the faith to walk in those places that God has given us, and the main places in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Put on Jesus Christ like a new man, the Bible says. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Colossians 2 and 6 says, As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord. Read it sometimes. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Amen. 
Oh, that's a tall order to fill because he's so much. But the Bible, which is God's word, and we study time and time again, God is not a man that he shall lie. His word, amen, his word tells us, as we have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, amen. so walk ye in him. Amen. Now, someone may say, wait a minute, that's, that, that's a tough order to feel because last I heard, he, 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 he's our Savior. Okay, then walk in salvation. He's our Redeemer. Yeah. Okay, then walk in redemption. But, but he, he's the great physician. Okay, so walk in divine healing. But you don't understand. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Then walk in his kingship. Walk in his lordship. But quit your complaining and walk in him just as he is. Amen. Because Hallelujah. the door is open yeah, and the invitation has been given. It's time to yeah. start walking in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I agree. Hmm. You may be criticized, you may be scandalized, you may be rejected, you may be forsaken, but still walk in Jesus. Because he endured all of these things for us. Why can't we endure a few things for him? Yes, amen. He gave his life on the cross so we can have life, and that more abundantly. Are we going to let what he gave us on the cross just go to waste? Or are we going to start walking in it like people of God? Yes, I'm going to believe by faith that everything you could possibly and ever need is in him. And God has made a, made a way for us out of no way when he gave us Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 tells us that God has given us all spiritual blessings. All of them, not some of them, all of them. In heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. We have the best God has when we have Jesus. He gave us his best so we can be blessed. My question as I close, what are we doing with it? Yes. I pray your lines are open today. I pray someone has conversation. I pray someone has questions. Amen. All because right. the lines are open, and I'll be right here, Brother Lewis. I'm turning it over to you. Amen and amen. Thank you for a powerful uh, service this morning. And I know the amen. lines are open here uh, on the phone direct here. Also, if you're listening out around uh, the anywhere that you can hear our voice, our phone number is 646-595-3338. Six four six five nine five three 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 eight. Push the one, the love button, and that'll let you in. Now, those who are already here, is there anyone with a something they'd like to say? Lines are open. Who's going first? Because if not, I will go first. <laughs> I just like to jump in here right now and say that. Um, just watching people that I have prayed for to see some of the improvements that I see in their lives now. You know, we talked about, uh, I was talking with someone uh, recently and we were talking about prayers and we were saying how uh, some people don't know how they made it through this, this situation 
and and, and how they got through it, and they haven't prayed. But we were going to say, well, your, your grandma prayed for you. Your mama prayed for you. Those prayers have been out there for you for a while. That's how you made it through. I know that uh, I wouldn't have made it through a whole lot of things. I know my grandmother had, did a lot of praying for me in, 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 in my really rough times. And my mother and, and, and loved ones and friends. And at this time in my life, I'm praying for others. So it just amazes me that things do happen. It does happen. It might not happen when you want it, but it does happen. And I just like to say, James is a great example of that. Uh, James Kirkley, Marcia's son, is a great example of all the times we prayed for him. Might have been a couple of years here. We prayed for Amen. him. Man. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. You know, he's standing tall today. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. The place the place where we are at right now, we're at the feet of Jesus. We're standing at the feet of Jesus and we have submitted ourselves to him as ones who want to abide in him. Not just visitors. He's looking for people who want to live in him. There's a big difference between being a visitor and a resident. And he wants us to become residents in him. He wants us to occupy everything he is, everything he says, and everything he does. And his arms are open wide to anyone who's lost and are looking for a place to go. Come to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Will there be anyone else here? It's okay too, and if and, and if you know, uh, uh, sometimes when the word comes like it comes, you have to take some time and, and 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 digest it, and meditate on it, and listen and hear, and let your soul and your spirit uh, uh, really really digest what God is saying. But He want He wants you to know, Amen, that there is nothing too hard for God, and if you want to experience a life where God is present in everything you do. In everything you are, and in everything you say, come to Jesus. Yes, amen. You know, uh, Pastor, you were speaking about uh, the things that uh, that we need to, uh, uh, the state of the country and things we need to pray on. And uh, I just, without even looking at the news, you, I can feel it in the air sometimes. Some of the, the uh, when I go into a store in, in certain neighborhoods, certain Vibe I get, I guess you would call it a vibe, and it's like it's unholy places, you know. And uh, I think we need a lot of prayer for this country, and we need it for the world. But this country right now is falling a place at the seams over race, over religion, over just anything that somebody can find to to, to tear it apart about. I know that God is in charge. And and things are gonna only go. What do you What do you think about that? Uh, let me get something from you. What do you think about that? I can tell you exactly you... what I think about it, and I hope this doesn't happen to anyone. But if something malfunctions in your household, as it relates to plumbing, you need a plumber. Mm-hmm. Yep. When something malfunctions, Amen, in your vehicle, as it relates to mechanical things. You need a mechanic. 
Right. When the world is suffering from darkness, like it is, and like I, like you said, coming apart at the seams, they need a light. And Jesus said, he said, he is the light of the world, and he also tells us that you are the light of the world. Matthew chapter 5, 14, he says, you are the light of the world, talking about us, church. Yeah. A city that's set on a hill that cannot be hid. This is the key mm-hmm. to the whole thing. It's time for the people of God to come out of hiding and let the world see what God yes. looks like. Yes, 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 yes. That's yes, what the indeed. world needs. The world is in darkness, and they need a great light. And yes. we, we, we are the ones who have been called to let our light so shine before men that they may see our good works. And give glory to our Father who is in heaven. We, we, we as the people of God can no longer point the finger at the world's issues and the world's problems when God has made us the world's solution. We we need to stand up. We need to stand up. And we need to know that we know that we know that we know. We do what we do, amen, on on, on Sundays and, and occasionally we may miss a Sunday or two, but this is something that needs to be consumed on a daily basis. Daily basis. That's how critical the condition of the world is. Mm-hmm. We need to consume these thoughts and these words on a daily basis. You find somebody who works out, who takes great pride in having great physical prowess, they don't just work out once every two or three months. They do it every day. Yeah. And if you want to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, we got to work out every day. We got to get in the word every day. I highly recommend it. Get in the word every day. Church, we have the potential too many churches are closed that should be open. Open them every day. Let them know their business places, just like stores. And in the other place, a church is a place of business, God's business. Right. Let's make this thing happen, praise the living God. I tried to do conference calls two days a week in addition to doing this because I strongly believe in the concept that we should be open for business and we should hear this word as often during the week as we can. Mm-hmm. And we were doing okay. real well for a while. There were participants calling in from all over the place. Then they kind of just faded away, kind of dried up a little bit. But the idea is still open. And if anyone's interested in partaking in the word of God so we can, amen, not be not not be focused on the problem so much of the world, but now we can become the solution. Yeah. We need to get together. How do we do yes. that? We need to come together. We need well, to make up in our mind that we want the best God has for us, amen? And we need okay. to make up in our mind that all, we, that all we need to do, that all we want to do is hear the word of God from God the way God wants us to hear it so we can become the people that God wants us to be. And if anyone's interested in doing this, you know, because I, I tried it, and you don't know how many days I tried it, and I, and I would call in to uh, uh, calls when there would be absolutely no calls. I did it faithfully. And I'm not trying to shine the light on myself, but I'm telling you how committed I was to it, and I would do it again, praise the living God, if I thought I had participants. Well, give us some, but, give, uh, give out that information. Just give out the I'll information. I'll give you a number. Yeah. I'll give you a number. The number, the number is, the number is, it's called free conference call, 605-313-4818. 
313-4818. And there's an access code, 106-4754-POUNDS. I can give you that again if you like. Give it to us again at what days and what time? Area code 605-313-4818. Access code 106-4754-POUNDS. I was coming on 2 o'clock Eastern Time on Wednesday and 2 o'clock Eastern Time on Fridays. In addition to church services and anything else someone may do, amen, we need to have the Word of God on a regular basis. If we're going to work out in the Word, if we're going to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might, we need to get us something to eat. Amen. And uh, those who didn't get that information, inbox me on uh, Facebook or call me any way you can contact me, and I will give you that information if you didn't get it. So you know how to contact me, those who are listening out there. That's that's what we can do. That's what we can begin to do. I repeat it, we, to try to help a world that's coming apart at the seams, the seams. from coming apart. At the seams. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate everybody that is listening. And, and don't forget... If you have a friend or someone out there that missed this, they can always go to the podcast, which will probably be out in about an hour now. They're coming out real fast. And that's on iHeart. That's on Spotify. And mostly it's on, they're on Amazon Music. A lot of people have Amazon. Uh, and if you have Alexis in your, uh, not Alexis, Alexa in your home, she can get it and pull it up for you, I believe. So uh, you can find us that way also. So, um, We'll be back next week. Uh, we had the the enemy always tries to come in, and but we we've been victorious. We've beat this uh, this for the third time in the, in a week with these issues Amen. with this brand new computer. But anyway, we've got it back and we're here. So we'll see you guys next Sunday, twelve on the West Coast, two on the East, and one. In the middle, Pastor Robert Cooper, fellowship in the word. Remember those dates and times. Yeah. My mind's paid on you, seeking your faith. I need you to show me what to do. I never know who I'm gonna meet. I wanna give them the missing piece. Lord, help me show them you. It's my pleasure. Never know what you're gonna do. There's something new in every day. Nothing really left for me to say. It's my pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking my time.